unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. So one night, I drank a little too much and I woke up the next morning and I was like, I can't do this. I don't want to do this anymore. And I just remember praying like, I need something. <laughs> I need someone to help me. And I, ha I hadn't prayed in so long, mm -hmm. so long. And I turned to Dan and I was like, I'm joining the church. <laughs> I'm joining the church. Yeah. I I didn't say like, I'm thinking about it. I hadn't even contacted the missionaries yet. I was like, I'm joining the church. And so I pressed that button on comeuntochrist.org <laughs> and they texted me the next morning. So excited. I know. <laughs> Hello guys, welcome back to Saints Unscripted. I'm Caleb. I'm Sabrina. And today we have a very special guest with us. Aranza, welcome to Saints Unscripted. I've uh, been told you watch our show and you've been watching for quite some while, so... Yes, definitely. It um, It's totally helped me uh, help me solidify my decision to get baptized and join the church. That's... Definitely. So we're going to be hearing her conversion story yes. today, of course. And of course, I'll like all conversion stories are incredible and different. And so I'm super excited to hear all the fun details of hers. Yeah. So where do we start? Where does it begin? Just jump straight into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, if you want to go so far back, I had LDS friends growing up and I was always, you know, curious, like magic underwear, you know. <laughs> where did you live? Um, uh, Killingworth, Connecticut. Oh, okay. Cool. So, okay. Yep. And um, so like one of my best friends, we did drama club together. She was LDS. And I just remember having a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and at that point in time, we had just moved to that part of Connecticut from a different part. And so I was a freshman in high school, new friends, new scenery, all of that. And we, my mother used to take me to, I grew up Catholic. Mm -hmm. And so we used to go to, you know, mass a lot. Um, and then somehow growing up, we just started going less and it kind of faded out from our being, our like family life. Mm -hmm. And so fast forward, I meet my husband in Connecticut at a bar on karaoke night, oh. singing, singing our hearts out. It's so good. Karaoke. I love it. I am a karaoke fiend. I call dibs. I got next. I got next up. Do you remember what songs he sang? I can't remember. I can't remember That's okay. It. But yeah, he definitely had a good voice, and I was like, oh yeah, he knows how to sing. Um, thanks to the Mormon upbringing, he, <laughs> he knew. That's true. I was he just could, having a conversation about how people in Utah, like the words, somehow just sound a lot better than other places. I don't know why that is, but it's whatever. so funny. Um, and like, yeah, they all play the piano in his family and stuff. So yeah. So I met and fell in love and started dating my husband, who I found out was LDS. Um, served a mission in Russia for two wow. years. Yeah. This is my story. This is not my husband's story to mm -hmm. tell. But, you know, for various reasons, he fell away from the church. Just different phases of belief things like that. Um, he, I would consider him inactive. Now he, he goes to church with, um, me and our three children and he's the best support ever that you could ever ask for, especially being in like a mixed faith mm -hmm. relationship. Cause that, 
that doesn't come easy. That doesn't come no. without its challenges. Yeah. So I started dating and, and um, we got pregnant and we got married. <laughs> and I love his family so much. They never once were like, you have to think this way or, you know, they always just made us feel so loved and so welcomed regardless of our beliefs or where we were, you know, on our journey. Mm -hmm. oh, that's so good. Yeah. yeah. That, that's how it's, it should always it's be. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just made me feel loved, you know? That's awesome. They moved down to Florida, so whenever we'd go visit them, I would just always be like, you know, let's go to church with them. This is so very much a part of their life, like a huge part of their life. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, to show respect to them, uh, and love to them. I just thought it was nice to always bring the kids to church when, when we would visit. Yeah. And then that brought back the feeling of the spirit for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like growing up Catholic, walking back to our car from mass. I just remember always skipping, skipping along <laughs> the sidewalk, you know, just, so you just feel joy, you know, uh -huh. and Catholic mass is boring as all get out. So <laughs> That's bizarre. Um, and then uh, going to Relief Society activities with my mother-in-law, things like that. I just started feeling that joy again, you know. Mm -hmm. And so my father-in-law, I think, is one of the smartest men that I know. Intelligent, kind, just loves everybody regardless. And um, I emailed him one night. <laughs> it was along the lines of, how do you know the church is true even if you like want it to be true like just because you oh, want yeah. it to mm -hmm. be true like what makes it true so yeah. we got into this discussion and he's like well it sounds like you're having your own alma experience you know mm -hmm. I was like, go go read alma 32. so i go read it and sure enough blown away as Alma sees these people and he's like, behold, therefore ye are uh, lowly and broken. And I just remember being like, yup. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, and I'm not here to say that I lived a perfect life or anything like that. I have been through a lot and I've made a lot of poor decisions. However, they taught me some amazing lessons. And they all led me to joining the church. Mm -hmm. yeah, so even at my lowest past, of lows, yeah. yeah, even at my lowest of lows with drugs, alcohol, things like that, you know, I still was able to follow the spirit here. I mean, yes, the spirit drugged me here. It took me, it took me <laughs> a long time. My husband and I have been married seven years now. Wow. And, you know, it's been a topic of discussion, obviously. <laughs> and so I just remember having these thoughts like we'd be driving in the car with the kids and they're just like we should we should go to church we should join the church mm -hmm. and he's like yeah it's a great community you know blah blah blah. i don't believe but you know it had an amazing impact on my upbringing mm -hmm. um and it's so different i feel like becoming a mother switched this flip like flipped this switch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flipped this switch inside of me and i wasn't so focused on me mm -hmm. anymore I was focused on my kids and what they needed and how they should be raised. And ultimately, I I feel like if I've done a good job as a parent, I've taught my kids to be empathetic and loving towards others. Like, that's yeah. my number mm -hmm. one goal. Yeah. And so joining the church just solidified that for me. Because, you know, I thought I was a good person. 
you know, and I was a good person. I, I didn't hurt. I mean, yes, my actions hurt other people, but I never intentionally set out to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Kind of like now living the gospel and um, trying to be like Jesus, it is only made me stronger. And the blessings have only poured in for me and my family. Absolutely. It's weird. <laughs> it's amazing. That's so much. There's yeah. so much to that. Okay, so you're kind of like explaining, you know, the, the upbringing and how you love. But like, what was the step that you took to like actually join? Like, was it kind of in that car ride? You're like, no, I kind of think I want this or like. Yeah. What, what was so that part? I started emailing my father-in-law. And we were just, yeah, yeah. (laughs) we were just talking for a while. And then I just was like, I'm going to go to church, you know, and we had just moved from Connecticut to Florida. So it was a big change. I'm no longer near my friends that I grew up with, no longer near my family. And in a way, not, not my family, but in a way it was kind of a blessing to move away from there because it kind of helped me transition. I wasn't holding on to those toxic relationships and things like that who like my friends whom I love dearly and I will always love dearly um it just that lifestyle was not for me right. it was not for me and it's not something I want to raise my kids in mm-hmm. I want to be better and the whole thing about the gospel is becoming right yeah. you're you're here to become and um I thought that was really beautiful so basically the spirit has been poking me and poking me here and there, little signs throughout mm-hmm. the years. Stop, Stop poking me. So one night, I drank a little too much, and I woke up the next morning, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I come from an easily um, addicted upbringing, so like, um, it, addiction runs deep in mm-hmm. my DNA. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore, and I just remember praying, like, I need something... <laughs> need someone to help me and I have I hadn't prayed in so long mm-hmm. so long and I turned to Dan and I was like I'm joining the church <laughs> I'm joining the church yeah. I I didn't say like I'm thinking about it I hadn't even contacted the missionaries yet I was like I'm joining the church and so I pressed that button on come on to christ.org <laughs> And they texted me the next morning. So excited. I know. <laughs> I was like a elder's dream come true. Happy, 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 happy. <laughs> you know, just ready, ready to hear the word, ready to yeah. soak it all up. You know, I was 100% ready. One of the things that was holding me back was, you know, my husband um, and his beliefs and things like that. So I wasn't introduced to the church for my husband, but like I learned a lot of you know, the dark history mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, things that make people leave, you know, yeah. things that make people question it. And I just remember feeling like, I know I don't like these things, but at the same time, I want to believe this so badly. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go and find all of those answers that, you know, David does so well on faith and mm-hmm. beliefs faith and beliefs because it's it's easy to get one side of the story from like shmormon shmory's podcast (laughs) (laughs) and like and that's great and i respect everyone's journey Uh right yeah (laughs) but at the same time you're only hearing one side of the story yeah so i had to do a little research for myself and i stumbled upon saints unscripted 
on the YouTube. When was that? Um, 2021. Okay. So like, like the very like beginning cool of 2021. Yeah, I mean, cool cats. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I just remember like the way, like the way things were explained and just like nobody's perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. And these are all people leading our church are called of God a hundred percent, but there's still people. Mm-hmm. God is still choosing from a fallen state to help build Zion. Yeah. And so you got to kind of get past that, you know, and what helps is I think having your own faults and flaws oh, and yeah. being mm-hmm. able to recognize them and know that you're still a good person yeah. Yeah. and you, you still make one mistake and you don't want to cut yourself off. From yeah. It doesn't mean that exactly. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're horrible and that nobody should listen to you. Yeah, you no. know, no, I love that thought. Yeah. That's, that's such a good way to think about it. So I just remember being blown away and more confident in my decision. Cause at this point, like it wasn't me really wanting to believe it was me finding that my morals and my ideologies and things matched up mm-hmm. and it was mind blowing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. That's, <laughs> I've, I feel like I've loved every word you've said. Oh, like, thank you. <laughs> You said you grew up Catholic mm-hmm. and you've had some like marital like issues with the church and all that. When you decided to get baptized, was there any like issues from like your family or close members of the family that kind of just had a bit of concerns, I guess, with um, that decision? Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge life change. So I think that anybody who loves you, regardless of where they're coming from, like mm-hmm. they, they they think they're coming from a good place, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so you kind of just have to recognize that. Mm-hmm. I was really worried about Dan's family being like, what, <laughs> what? And, yeah. and some of, some of them were completely blown away, but you know, his parents were like, we knew it. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it. We'd get you eventually. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, so my side of the family, mm-hmm. my mother, especially, um, was kind of like, what? Yeah. Everything I've taught you, you know, and, Growing up in the Catholic Church, I feel like you're just throwing that out the window. But she does. I'll tell you something. I'd be throwing you out the window. Right. And at that point, I had to stop and be like, she is not coming from a place of, like, malintent or anything mm-hmm. like that. I mean, it's kind of the same with my husband leaving the church mm-hmm. for a while and his parents being like, what? Yeah. Um, but everyone has their own journey. And mm-hmm. so... I remember telling my mom, like, I'm not throwing anything you taught me out the window. I'm adding to it. You know, it's the fullness of the gospel now. We have the restoration of the priesthood keys. Like, it's more. It's become more complete for me. Mm -hmm. Um, This past year, it's been a little over a year since I was baptized. My mom's gotten really uh, good about uh, me being in the church and they just have seen this tremendous change in me. You know, I'm a naturally anxious, worrisome person and I still am, but <laughs> I, I've got the strength now that yeah. only the Holy ghost can provide and give to me. So long as I keep to the gospel and keep my covenants mm-hmm. and I wouldn't trade that for anything. I love that. I think a lot, I think a lot of times it's like the time that heals mm-hmm. all of those things with people mm-hmm. who like are not understanding or family members that are like kind of hurt by that choice. I feel like when they can see that it's making you happy, that it's blessing your life, then 
how can you not just be like, well, I mean, I want my daughter to be happy. Exactly. So, exactly. Even so, if I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So we're at a really good place right now and they're coming to Florida to visit their grandkids soon. So can't wait to see them. Yeah. But what really like blew me away was um, I asked my father-in-law to baptize me because he's been kind of like my person that I go to mm -hmm. with questions about the church and yeah. things like that. And I asked him to baptize me and it was a beautiful, beautiful day, beautiful day. But what blew me away was sitting down to receive the confirmation of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And he laid his hands upon my head and uh, several other members from my new ward came up. And I don't even, I don't, I did not hear anything he said. I, I don't remember a word he said because I was just shaking and my heart was pounding and it was undeniable. Mm -hmm. undeniable. I wish I could explain it more succinctly. Yeah. yeah. It's only to be experienced. Yeah. Correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. Correct. So I was like, I'm never leaving now. <laughs> you know, like I might not agree with every single thing or, you know, I still have a lot to learn, a lot to grow. But mm -hmm. once you have such a powerful spiritual experience like mm -hmm. that, that you cannot deny, it was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And then it only kept coming. I received my patriarchal blessing at the beginning of 2022 and my state patriarch said some things that nobody could know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Blew my mind and gave me a really good sense of purpose. I'm not quoting, but part of it was like, you are gonna be an inspiration to others to come unto the waters of baptism. And I just remember being like, yes. That's what I want to do. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want other people to feel this joy. I want yeah. other people to feel the spirit. So <sighs> you're glowing. Too. Yeah. <laughs> do you, you just gonna be thinking about like all the times in my life where just the spirit is just like slapped me across the yeah. face and it's like uh -huh. shaking me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's just those moments I just treasure forever. Mm -hmm. and just, they hold a secret, like sacred place in my heart and. Thank you for sharing those and making me re like reflect on mine and hopefully yours guys too also like mm -hmm. they're beautiful moments. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming yeah. and sharing your story. Like I feel like I'm like lighter. Right. <laughs> I don't know how to explain that, but it's just so beautiful. But I am a lot of times I like to end it with like some sort of advice. Like to wrap it up, like with your experiences you've had so far, joining the church, um, like maybe being in your mixed faith relation your marriage, um, kind of just like your life, like what is advice that you might have for people in similar experiences? Sure. Um, first of all, the support that I've received in my ward was amazing. Like these people genuinely want you to be here. They want to help you. They want to serve you. And I have made some amazing friends, like lifelong friends. And what brings me joy is being able to give that back to them now, yeah. you know? And as far as my marriage goes, it's not easy to be in a mixed faith marriage, you know, because it's like the core of you, yeah. mm -hmm. religion, you know, and morality and things like that. It's who you are as a person. However, my husband and I, even though we're not on the same page religiously, morally, we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We have always been finishing each other's sentences. And I know that's cheesy, but like <laughs> we have the same brain, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. And I love him. And I tell him, I chose you first. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. You know, I did. I yeah. chose you first. I made promises to you mm -hmm. first. And I'm not going to give those up. Mm -hmm. 
and Heavenly Father is only giving me strength every day, every Sunday, you know, with these things that I know give me the motivation to look past, you know, differences and, oh, you're not going to get sealed in the temple someday and, you know, things like that that might and do really affect other couples, you mm -hmm. know, I can wait. I can wait. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a perfect plan. We have to remember. Exactly. That it's perfect. So if you're like, there's things that we don't know, we don't understand, like they will work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's just waiting on Heavenly Father and yeah. His timing. And so I, I've seen things play out in my life. It's been a roller coaster, you know, horrible, good, horrible, just the lowest of lows. And because I picked myself up and because I felt that joy and the spirit, I now have the strength to wake up every morning, say a little prayer, choose to do better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> so good. <Wow. laughs> Thank you. We're not just saying, I promise. Yeah. It's really, really so good. Of course, if you have questions for her, you can ask them in the comments. Mm -hmm. You'll be in there. She watches them, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like and subscribe, and. We'll see you next time, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.